The prayer altar is proud to celebrate 12 years of interceding for the nations of the world. The prayer altar is paid for by the friends and partners of Jonathan Dorn Ministries and in part Jesus Incorporated. Welcome to the prayer altar. You can get connected with us today by going to our website, inpartjesus.com. Get ready, prepare your heart and mind to receive the word of the Lord. Join us now for a time of intercession. Take a moment to invite a friend. Let someone know that Prophet Jonathan Dorn is live. The prayer altar is presented by In Part Jesus, and you can find out more at inpartjesus.com. And all new the prayer altar with yours truly, Prophet Jonathan Dorn, starts now. Brought to you by In Part Jesus Incorporated. Hello and welcome to the prayer altar. We are live tonight and I'm so thankful for each and every one of you, those that are listening now live and also those that are listening to this recording. Take a moment right now, share this on your page, text somebody, call somebody, tweet somebody, tell somebody that Prophet Jonathan Dorn is live tonight. Amen. It is December the 21st, 2023. We're live. And we're broadcasting to the nations of the world. And we're excited for tonight's word. The Lord dropped this word in my spirit today for you. And I can't wait to begin to speak and release what thus saith the Lord. Amen. I'm excited about what God is doing. We're getting ready for our New Year's Eve prophetic special. Can you believe it? New Year's Eve night starting at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join yours truly, Prophet Jonathan Jonathan Dorn on Facebook Live as we will be releasing the word of the Lord for 2024. Join us on Facebook Live. Join us here on the prayer altar. Join us on YouTube Live. We will be streaming on all the platforms that we can, as many as we can, that night, New Year's Eve night, releasing the word of the Lord over the new year. And then Partners Week begins January 1st, the 2nd, the 3rd, the 4th. All that first week of January, we will be live on Facebook. Amen. Some nights we'll be on Facebook. Some nights we'll be here. So just make sure that you stay connected with us on our website. Consider becoming a partner today. You can do so by going to our website, which is uh, impartjesus.com. We're revamping that. So make sure that you go to our Facebook page for the next few weeks. Go to the Facebook page. The website is still up, but we're going to be relaunching some things, changing some things around. And I want you to get all the latest about the ministry. And you can do that on our Facebook page. So as I said and shared with you recently, I will be live here more often throughout this week, next week, and the week after that. So make sure that you stay plugged in and connected. Amen. I want you to get your Bible tonight because we will be going to the Word of God. We will be speaking tonight what thus saith the Lord. I will be talking to you about how to stay hungry for Jesus. 
We are living in an hour where there are people who are lacking an appetite for the things of God. There are people who say they want to pray, but can't pray. They want to fast, but can't seem to fast. They want to live right and live holy, but they can't seem to do it. Amen. Paul said, I found another law in my flesh. And I found that whenever I go to do good, evil is still yet present with me. And so Paul began to say in the book of Romans, amen, I had to learn how to put my flesh under subjection of the Holy Spirit. And that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. We're getting ready to launch the Revelation series. We're going to relaunch the Revelation series uh, whenever the Lord releases me to do so. But before we do that, I heard the Lord say, I want you to come on there and I want you to establish the word of God in my people. This is the month of December. It is the month of supernatural establishment that everything that God has sown in your life is about to be established in an unshakable way. God says in this hour, the Lord wants you to be rooted and grounded in the word of God in such a way that when the cares of life come and when the storms come and when the wind blows and when the enemy speaks to you, you will be able to stand on the word of God. The Bible says, having done all to stand, stand therefore on the word of God. I'm here to tell you tonight, amen, that you are coming into a season in your life where God is going to root you so firmly. You're going to be so rooted in the word of God that nothing will be able to separate you from the love of God. Nothing will be able to move you out of this place. Some of you have been hearing the word of God. Some of you have been listening and receiving the word of God, but there's about to be a supernatural difference in your life. I hear the Lord speaking to someone and telling me to tell you that you're about to be rooted in a way that you've never been before. God is establishing your mind. God is establishing your spirit. God is establishing the anointing on your life in the word of God in such a way that the enemy will not be able to shake you. Somebody lift up your hands and say, I'm unshakable. Somebody lift up your hands and say, I'm unstoppable. Can I prophesy what I hear the Lord say? Amen. I know that many of you, you want somebody to prophesy. You want somebody to prophesy to you. Amen. That you're going to get a new house and a new car. You want somebody to prophesy to you. Amen. That you're about to get this and get that. But I'm here to prophesy to you tonight that you're about to get everything that you need from the Lord. I'm here to prophesy to you tonight that you're about to be so established in Jesus that you're going to reach that dimension where God says, ask and it shall be given where he says seek and ye shall find where he says knock at the door and it's already going to be open because you're going to walk in the dimension of God you're going to walk in the dimension of faith who am I talking to tonight if you believe that open up your mouth and just go to praising God because I'm prophesying that December this is the month that God establishes you I'm prophesying that December, this is the month 
that you will no longer be halt between two opinions. You will no longer be lukewarm in the middle. You will no longer be stagnated and stuck. Can I prophesy, even if it's just to one person, God is establishing you in his word in such a way that you will not go back and forth. You will not be unstable and double-minded, but God is giving you the mind of Christ. God is establishing the mind of Christ in your life. If you believe that, just begin to praise him right now. I said, open up your mouth and begin to praise him right now. Glory be to God. We're about to pray, but somebody, you need to receive that word that this is your time. This is your season to be established. Oh, my Lord. Oh, hallelujah. I wish somebody would praise him. I wish somebody would glorify him. I wish somebody would honor him like you believe that once you get established, you're not even going to have to open up your mouth. You're not even going to have to do anything. Amen. When you walk through, the doors are just going to open. Amen. Hallelujah. I had a prophet, amen, come on recently a a few weeks ago, and he began to prophesy about open doors, automatic doors. And I'm telling you that this is the time and season that God is bringing the body of Christ to. Open doors, automatic doors, supernatural doors, supernatural opportunities, supernatural provision. Who am I talking to tonight? This is the season that we're in and the enemy doesn't want you to know that it's locked up in the word of God and you're going to see tonight, amen, that God has given you supernatural power. You've already been given the keys. Oh, if you believe that, open up your mouth and begin to praise Jesus. Open up your mouth and begin to praise Jesus. I said, open up your mouth and begin to praise Jesus. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Don't stop praising him. Don't stop praising him because we're about to pray. We're about to pray. And then we're going to go to the word of God. I want you to get your Bibles. Amen. If you have not shared this yet, go ahead and share it. Let somebody know. Prophet Jonathan Dorn is live. The spirit of the Lord, the anointing of God is about to move mightily all over the nation, all over the world. Those listening to this in Africa, those listening in Singapore. We've had several new listeners that have been tuning in in the United Kingdom. We want to send blessings to the UK. We want you to know tonight the spirit of God is not bound by geographical location. No matter where you are tonight, I believe that the anointing that is here can reach you there. I said the anointing that is here is going to reach you there. If you believe that, open up your mouth and begin to praise Jesus. If you believe that, open up your mouth and begin to praise Jesus. I said the anointing is going to reach you. The anointing is about to touch you. Somebody's about to get another revelation of God. Somebody's about to get another supernatural experience. God is about to prove to you that he's with you. I hear the Lord telling me to tell somebody tonight, I'm with you. He said, tell them I'm with them. Tell them I am with you. He said, I'm with you. I'm with you. You're not alone. You're not by yourself. You're not in it alone. Glory be to God. You're not going through it alone. You're not facing this giant alone. You're not facing this mountain alone. I am with you, saith the Lord, and I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. 
I will be with you always, even until the end of the world. If you believe that, somebody open up your mouth and begin to praise Jesus. Come on, open your mouth and praise him like you believe he's with you. I'm believing God that over the next few weeks, as we're on the prayer altar more often, God is about to turn up the anointing on here. God is about to turn up the anointing and the power and the glory on the prayer altar to levels that we've never seen before. And there will be people that will tune in. And as you are listening, amen, supernatural healing is going to take place in your body. There will be people listening to the prayer altar. And as they are listening, deaf ears are going to come open. While they're listening, the blinded eyes are going to come open. While you are listening, amen, you're going to walk into your house and you're going to shift the atmosphere in your house. While you are listening, supernatural revelation is going to be released in your spirit. We are stepping into a new level of glory. Can I prophesy that 2024, God is turning up the fire. He's turning up the anointing. He's turning up the presence. He's turning up the glory. He's turning up the conviction. Oh, yes. We're going up. We're going up. New dimensions, new levels, new realms. A new glory is coming into the earth. A new glory is coming into the earth. Somebody praise him and thank him. We're going to begin by praying the Lord's Prayer. Then I'm going to pray as the Spirit leads me to pray. And then we're going to go to the Word of God. I heard the Lord speak something. He said, I've given you the keys. He said, I've given you the keys. You have access. Glory be to God. I said, I've given you the keys, saith the Lord. The Lord said, you have supernatural access. It's just time for you to use it. I've given you power. It's time for you to use it. I've given you authority. It's time for you to use it. Stop waiting on somebody else to release what God has given you the power and the authority to release in your own life. If you would begin to take responsibility, if you would begin to wake up every morning and begin to take authority over the enemy in your life, you will see giants fall. You will see strongholds broken. You will see the blessings and the favor of God released in your life in such a way that it's going to blow your mind. Somebody say, I have the keys. Come on, say that again. I have the keys. Come on, tell the devil, I have the keys. Tell the enemy, God has given me the keys. Come on, come on, open your mouth and say, I have the keys. Come on, open up your mouth and say, Jesus just gave me the keys. He died so that I could have access to the keys. Oh my goodness, you have authority. Some of you don't know it, but you're about to know it. Glory be to God. I said you have authority. 
We're going to begin by praying the Lord's Prayer. Then I'm going to pray as the Spirit leads me to pray. And then we're going to go straight to the Word of God. God is already speaking. The anointing is already moving. Let's pray the Lord's Prayer. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Lord, give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. For thine is the kingdom, thine is the power, thine is the glory forever and ever. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that, Lord God, tonight is a night that you're speaking life-changing word. Lord God, we thank you that in the beginning was the word and the word was God. We believe that the word of God has the power to supernaturally unlock, Lord God, supernatural doors. The word of God has the power to give us access to new realms. The word of God has the power to give us supernatural access to places and realms in the spirit that we know not of. The enemy has tried to keep us out, but we thank you that by you, we run through troops. By you, we leap over walls. It is by the blood of Jesus that we have access to the most holy place. It is by the blood of Jesus that we have access to the most holy place. We thank you that we can come boldly before the throne of grace. Lord God, by the blood of Jesus Christ, whatever we ask, it shall be given. Whatever we seek, we shall find it. When we knock at the door, the door has to come open because you have given us authority. Father, I thank you that every man, every woman, every every person listening under the sound of my voice, I pray that you would supernaturally establish them. As you said, this is the month of establishment, that this is the time that you are establishing the word of God in our life. Lord God, we thank you that our ears are open, our hearts are open. Lord God, you've been speaking to us. Lord God, now we want you to take your word and to plant it in us and to root it in us in such a way that the enemy will not be able to pluck it out of us. We thank you, Lord God, that the word of God is a seed. And tonight we thank you for speaking. Let the word of God come forth tonight with revelation, with understanding, with power and wisdom. Not that we might glory, but Lord, that you might get the glory. Lord God, that men and women of God might be able to see what they couldn't see before. Let them walk in what they couldn't walk in before. Let them do what they couldn't do before. Let them know what they didn't know before so that they can be, Lord God, a new creature we decree and declare old things are passed away our old self lord god has passed away we thank you that you make 
all things new. We thank you that we are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that as we become as the sons of God, we would begin to put on our priestly garment. We would begin to know who we really are. That we would know that we are a peculiar people. We are a royal priesthood. We are a holy generation. Lord, you called us out of darkness over into your marvelous light. I pray for men and women of God. Lord God, the enemy has been coming against the body of Christ, coming against us in our minds. But Lord, we thank you that we have authority over the enemy. We thank you that you said in your word to take every thought captive and to take it unto the obedience of Christ by the authority of the Holy Ghost. We take every thought, we take every evil imagination, everything sent against the minds of your people. We take them captive tonight. Lord God, we take a hold of them by the blood of Jesus Christ. Lord God, and we crush them tonight. We cast them to the ground. And in the name of Jesus, we establish the word of God. For you said in your word that my word will not return unto me void, but that it will go and accomplish that which I've sent it to accomplish. You said in your word that the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. The word of God can cut and destroy the works of the devil in our life. Lord, we give you permission in the name of Jesus. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, to send your word to begin to cut in the name of Jesus. Cut out what's not like God. Cut out the thoughts, the evil imaginations. Cut out the words that the enemy has spoken. Cut out the imagination that the enemy has created. Cut it out tonight and let the word of God be planted in us. Lord God, let it begin to come forth. We call it forth. We call the men of God forth. We call the women of God forth. We call the prophets forth. We call the evangelists forth. We call the apostles forth. We call the pastors forth. We call the teachers forth. We call forth the intercessor. We call forth the prayer warriors. We call them forth. The enemy wants them to be bound. But Lord, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. We decree and declare liberty tonight. Freedom in the name of Jesus. Freedom in our minds. Freedom in our spirit. Freedom in our soul. The blood of Jesus is against you, Satan. The blood of Jesus is against every thought. The blood of Jesus is against every word spoken by the enemy. 
the blood of Jesus destroys the works of the enemy the blood of Jesus lets now the word the word that we heard the word that has been sown into the heart the word that was spoken into the ears the word that was shown in visions in dreams the word the word that has been read the word that we saw that we heard let that word begin to come forth for Lord God you got up from the dead Jesus you got up from the dead and I decree and declare tonight men and women of God they're coming up out of the dead the devil wants to kill them but we decree and declare they're coming to life oh somebody praise him right now somebody praise him right now some of you don't understand what God is doing but I prophesy that right now he's bringing your spirit to life I prophesy that right now he's bringing your faith to life I prophesy that now God is bringing your belief system back he's bringing your mind back he's bringing your praise back he's bringing the word of God in you back some of you forgot what God said oh but he's bringing it back right now he's reminding you of what he told you right now right now he's reminding you of the promise of God right now he's letting you remember why he called you he's reminding you of the anointing that is on your life you can't die God won't let you because there's work that you must do I don't know who I'm talking to and I don't know who God has me praying for right now oh but somebody you feel like giving up but I feel the Holy Ghost is bringing you back to life you feel like going back but the Holy Ghost won't let you there's an anointing of restoration that is moving right now. I wish somebody would praise him. Open up your mouth and praise him. Lift up your hands and praise him. Shout to the Lord and praise him. Somebody get up from where you are. Get up out of your seat. Open up your mouth. Because your praise is bringing you back to life. Your praise is bringing your prayer life. He's bringing your hunger. That's why I'm on here. The Holy Ghost told me to come on here tonight. And he said, call forth the hunger in my people. Because they're about to die. If they don't get a word, somebody's growing weak. Somebody's growing weary. But you just need a word. Just one word from the Lord. God is bringing you back to life. Open up your mouth and praise him now. Come on, praise him. Come on, praise him. 
Come on, praise your praise. Ah, Bahasai. Your praise is a weapon. Ekarana Mahasote. Ikerana Mahasaya. Your praise is a weapon. Come on and pray in the Holy Ghost. If you have a heavenly language, open up your mouth and begin to pray until somebody get a breakthrough. Oh my goodness. Somebody's, you're breaking through. You're breaking through. Don't stop praising him. You're breaking through. You're breaking through. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop praising him. You're breaking over. You're breaking into another dimension. Don't stop because the stronghold is breaking. The yoke is breaking. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop praising him. Something is happening in the spirit right now. I said something is happening in the spirit right now. Open up your mouth and praise Jesus. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Somebody's getting a revelation. Somebody's getting a revelation. Come on, lift up your hands. Somebody, you've needed strength. You've been feeling weak. You've been feeling weary. If that's you, lift your hands. There's a fresh anointing. There's a charging that is coming to your spirit from the Holy Ghost. Lift up your hands. There's a renewing. There's a refreshing that is coming to you from the Holy Ghost. Open up your mouth and thank Him. Because he's sending the anointing on you now. Because there's work that you must do. God's got to bring you back to the place where you are on fire. The enemy has come to take your fire and to put your fire out. But you got to praise him now. Come on, praise him. Come on, praise him. We're about to go to the word. I want you to get your Bible, but you need to praise him right now. Lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. Open up your mouth. Clap your hands. Oh, ye people, lift up your head. Oh, ye gates, and be lifted up. Ye everlasting doors, and the king who is the king of glory. Oh, my goodness. I said, who is, who is the king of glory? He's stepping in. He's stepping into your situation. Don't give up. Don't give out. Don't give in. God is stepping in. The helper is stepping in. The anointing is stepping in. Don't stop praising him because he's stepping into your situation. Oh my goodness. Somebody, somebody is getting a breakthrough. I said, somebody is getting a breakthrough. Oh my goodness. Somebody's getting a breakthrough. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. I want to welcome you again to the prayer altar. We're still praying. 
even when God is speaking. We've got to understand that prayer is a supernatural conversation. And when heaven hears your prayer, heaven will answer your prayer. And this is the mystery of the prophetic. Because the prophetic is the answer to prayer. Have you noticed how God places his anointing on people who pray? Have you noticed that they could be the one that's looked over? They could be the one that nobody's interested in. They could be the one that nobody's paying attention to. But when they get down on their knees and when they begin to pray, something grabs a hold of them. They could be the most shy. They could be the most timid. They could be the one that wants to be in the background. But when they start to pray, something happens. Something begins to shift in their spirit. And all of a sudden they begin to know things and people say, well, how did you know that? How did you know that? God begins to show them secrets because he can trust them with secrets. Who am I talking to? I've met several people that have a prophetic anointing and they don't even know it. I've met several people throughout my lifetime who have a true prophetic anointing and they have no idea just how strong and just how powerful it is. And some of them don't know that they have it because they started out just trying to seek God. But they don't realize that once you start to seek God for real, he begins to realize that he can trust you. And when God knows he can trust you, he will place his anointing on you. I can trust her with the secrets because she won't gossip about it. I can trust him to know the future because he won't use it to try to get rich. I can trust them to know what is on my mind because they care what's on my heart. Let me say that again. God begins to say that I can trust them to know what's on my mind because they care about what's on my heart. When people pray, they begin to know the heart of God. And you got to know that throughout your Bible, the word heart and the word mind are interchangeable. Every place you see the word heart, you can put mind. And every place you see the word mind, you can put heart. Because the mind and the heart go hand in hand. So when you begin to know the heart of God, you begin to also know the mind of God. And this is why David was also called a prophet. Yes, David was a worshiper. Yes, David was a servant. Yes, David was a king. But he was also a prophet because the Bible calls him a man after God's own heart. And when you begin to know the heart of God, you also begin to know the mind of God. And when you know the mind of God, you have access to anything that God can trust you to know. I'm going to say that again. When you begin to know the mind of God, you have access to anything that God trusts you enough to know. There are people who don't know what's coming next. But there were some in the Bible and they were called the sons of Issachar 
They understood the times and the season because they were servants. The Bible says, I will not do anything in the earth until I first reveal it unto my servants, the prophets, a.k.a. prophets, servant comes first and prophet comes second. When we humble ourselves before God, he knows that he can trust us with the secrets of heaven. And can I prophesy to every person that is listening under the sound of my voice tonight? If you are listening to me tonight, it is because there is some type of a prophetic anointing that is coming on you. People don't understand that the prophetic begins with God. I said the prophetic begins with God. It begins with God trusting you to tell you about you. When God knows that he can tell you about you, then he can begin to tell you about other people. It amazes me when people know everything about everybody, but nothing about themselves. God can, if he can trust you to know about you, to hear the truth about you, to get a hold, to get control of you, to overcome the enemy in you, then he can also trust you to know the word of the Lord for somebody else. And this is the true prophetic. The true prophetic is rooted in the heart of God because worship is the genesis of prophecy and prayer is the genesis of worship. Somebody's going to get that later on. But we're about to go to the word of God. The Lord gave me a word for you tonight. And I love this. I love this. Can I share this with you? I love it when I know that I know that I know that I know that God gave me a word for you. It's one thing for me to say, I found this scripture and I think it's going to bless you. And it's another thing for me to say that God gave me a word. He spoke to me about the people who would be listening tonight and the body of Christ during this time. And I had to eat it first. I never want to skip that part. Pray for me. Don't just pray that I get more followers. Don't just pray that I'm strengthened. Don't just pray. No, pray for me that before I give you the word, I myself become the first partaker of that word. Pray for me that when I teach to you, that I myself will not be a castaway. Pray for me that I will never become impressed with my own wisdom. Pray for me that the word of God remains the source and the genesis of everything that I teach and preach, prophesy, pray, and believe. Pray that the word of God remains my focus. Because if that is the case, then I can have good success. 
without the word, I can't have good success. Get your Bibles. I'm not going to hold you all night long, but I have a word for you. This might be one of the most important words I've ever shared on the prayer altar. This may be one of the most important messages I've ever preached in my life. This may be for me. And and let me just share this and be transparent with you. Think of it as a cook. Somebody who really knows how to cook. Think about some person in your life, whoever that is, whether it be your grandmother or mother or someone who you just know can just cook. They're just good at cooking. And think about how if they cook for others, but they don't eat anything themselves. Think about Think about many times why that is. Think about why that is. Think about it. Why do you think people who cook well sometimes don't eat as much as everybody else? I'm going to give I'm going to offer this to you. Many times it's because the joy they get from knowing that they've cooked a meal and everybody else ate good. It's not about trying to impress people with their cooking. It's about the fact that they want everyone to be fed. They want everyone to be satisfied. They want everyone to be filled, to be strong. And when they cook well, many times they have a love for cooking. It is not about cooking as much as it is about meeting the need that other people have. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And the same thing can happen when it comes to preaching. Sometimes preachers can love preaching so much. It was around my birthday and I thank God for all of you and all the birthday wishes and birthday love that you all gave me. It was, I think, on my birthday or around my birthday that my mom asked me a very interesting question. And she said, what is it that you love the most? What is it that makes you the most happy? And some people may not see any reason to be embarrassed or anything. But honestly, I had to say, hey, I've got to tell you the truth. I can't lie. This is the truth. This is my truth. What makes me the most happy is preaching and singing. And ministering to people. And when you think about people who cook well, people who love to cook, it's the same way when it comes to preaching. Why do people love to preach? Why do I love to do what I do? Because many times I want you to be fed. I want your soul to be saved. I don't just want you to hear another message and then go back to living the same way. If you are in Christ, you should perpetually be being sanctified, changed, becoming more like Christ. In other words, the place you were in last year, you should be in a better place spiritually this year than you were last year. If you are in the same place, or if God forbid you are in a worse place, you need to evaluate what have I been eating? 
I, I thank God for a new kingdom connection that I have in, in, in a woman of God by the name of Sonia D. She's all about fitness and health and all these things. And I told her I would love for her to be here on the prayer altar one day because there are people that don't understand the connection between what they eat and their life. There are people that are still to this day missing the revelation of the fact that Adam and Eve and mankind fell because of what they ate. They're still missing the fact that there are people who can preach and teach and prophesy and lay hands on people. But at the end of the day, they still have a struggle with what they eat. Not understanding that what we put in our bodies, it matters. It matters. And that's not just food. We are receptors. God has made us receptors. So what we eat matters. What we watch matters. What we hear matters. What we touch matters. This is why we have to seek the Lord. Get your Bibles. Go with me. I want to share with you a word that the Lord laid on my heart for you. He spoke to me about this and he said, I want you to talk about this. And this is the best way that I can put it. How do I stay hungry for Jesus. This is one of the most, if not the, but one of the most important questions to every person that is a believer. Every person that is a follower of Jesus, this is one of the most and should be one of the most important questions to your life. How do I stay hungry for Jesus? If you are a true believer, you will find that there are times in your life, there are times in our lives where we can grow weak, we can grow weary, we can grow discouraged. If we are real about it, if we're real about it. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about this from Matthew chapter four. We're going to go to Matthew chapter four. When I found this scripture, I was uh, originally thinking to myself, Lord, scriptures like that, sometimes I don't go to as much in teaching. I don't want people to assume they know what it means because you've heard it. I pray that you hear this in the spirit tonight. Many of us have heard about Jesus and how he was tempted of the devil. He was in the wilderness and he was fasting at the same time. Now, the part that I want to point out to you is one particular verse of scripture where Jesus responds to Satan. Now, before I before we read that, I want to share this with you. And we're going to go, go to Matthew chapter 4. I want to share this with you. Spiritual hunger is the beginning of walking in the spirit. Before any baby ever walks, they must begin to eat. 
There is a divine connection between eating and walking. If you've ever held a baby before they begin to walk, you can begin to sense that their strength is building. From one day to another, they're getting stronger. From one week to another, they're getting stronger. From one month to another, they're getting stronger. Their bodies are getting stronger because they are eating. Spiritual eating is just as important as natural eating. If you're listening to me today or you're listening to this recording, I want you to know this. And I'm speaking to you all that, especially those that are listening now live. As you are listening to me, your spirit is digesting every word that I'm saying. There is a supernatural process taking place and your spirit is at the table and your spirit is eating every word that is being spoken to you. How can I say that? How do I know that? Because if the words that I speak to you are saturated with the anointing and the spirit of God, then your spirit begins to eat and consume the words that I'm saying. How can I say that? What does the scripture say about it? In Matthew chapter four, look at verse four. Matthew chapter four and verse four. And it it says, but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. What God showed me today is that there are people around the world that claim to be Christians and believers that are wondering why they're not experiencing spiritual success. God showed me today that there are people that are churchgoers who are depressed. There are churchgoers who are oppressed by demonic spirits. There are churchgoers that are still not experiencing the power of God in their life. There are churchgoers, preachers, people laying hands on other people that are still living in sin. They are actually sinners, even though they don't know they're sinners because they're not experiencing God's power in their life because they are spiritually empty. There's a famine going on in the land. The Bible talks about famines and droughts. During the time of the prophets of old, there were famines. There were many famines. There were times when there was no food. There were times when there was no water. Can I tell you that in 2023, as we head into 2024, there is a famine in the land. And the famine that's there is the famine concerning the spiritual food. You can't find many people that are preaching the Bible. And I don't care how many books they read and I don't care how many degrees they have on their name. If they're not preaching the Bible, then you can hear every word they say and still be spiritually empty. There are people who are hungry and they're going to bed hungry. 
and they're waking up hungry and they're going to work still hungry and they're going to church. And even after they go to church, they're still hungry. When the church is over and they're on their way home, their spiritual belly is growling because they need a word from God. There is a spiritual drought going on because we have men and women that are impressed with their own wisdom. We have men and wis- and women who have gone to Bible college and they know the Hebrew and they know the Greek and they're so impressed with their deep revelation that they have forsaken the Bible and they don't understand the power of the scripture that the word of God is what framed the heavens. It's what framed the earth. This is what set the earth into motion. It wasn't by power. It wasn't by might. It was by the spirit. For in the beginning was the word. Before anything was, there was the word. There are people who have not heard the word in a long time. There are people who cannot remember what God said. That's why they're so depressed. That's why they're so oppressed. That's why they're so frustrated. That's why they want to give up. That's why they can't endure hardness as a good soldier because they forget the word. It's been too long since they heard that man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God, it's been too long since they've heard that he was wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquity. It's been too long since somebody told them that they're more than conquerors through Christ Jesus, our Lord. We are trying to make up our own scriptures on Instagram and TikTok when it's time to get back to the Bible, because you got to understand the Bible. The word of God is not just a another book. The words have been strategically placed. Every word, every syllable, every statement, every sentence, every number, every book, every chapter was put in a specific position before the foundation of the world. The word of God was put in place to be a supernatural key that can unlock any door, giving us access to anything that God wants us to have. Oh my goodness. Who am I talking to tonight? I'm here to remind you. I'm not speaking to your flesh. Your flesh wants philosophy. Your flesh wants wisdom. Your flesh wants man's knowledge. Your flesh wants all these things that are going viral. The flesh wants all these things that are on TikTok and all these platforms and social media. People are eating it, eating it, eating it every day. They're obsessed with it. They're obsessed with it. They're obsessed with watching it. They're obsessed with hearing it. But at the end of the day, they're still empty because there is no life in it. Oh my goodness. But there is life in the word. I'm almost done. Hear me. Hear what the Lord is saying. The Lord spoke earlier and he said, I want you to tell my people that I've given them keys. He said, I want you to remind them that I have given them supernatural keys to unlock doors. Some of you are not even aware of the authority that God has given you. Because you have not heard the word, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing. 
and hearing by the word of God. In other words, hear this. When you go to sleep, before you go to sleep at night, I I don't care how you're feeling. I don't care how tired you are. You always got to think about what am I going to eat? What am I going to eat? What am I going to eat? Some people get so frustrated with trying to figure out what they're going to eat. They get so mad with trying to figure out it's another day and I don't know what to eat. I ate that yesterday and we ate that the day before yesterday and we had that last week and we had that last Thanksgiving and we had that last Christmas. We get so frustrated with thinking about what we're going to eat and how we're going to get it and how we're going to fix it and are we going to make it and are we going to buy it are we going to let somebody else fix it for us are we going to do this are we going to prepare our food and and prepare our food early and do preparation are we going to go here to get it and get it real quick are we going to take our time and make it people are thinking about what they're going to eat constantly throughout the day because our bodies remind us that without food we have no strength Without food, there's no energy. Without food, how am I going to focus? Because I'm hungry. Without food, I'm going to have a bad attitude because I'm hungry. There are people who eat just because they know. If I don't eat, I get angry. If I don't eat, I'm short with people. If I don't eat, my attitude is not right. If I don't eat, I don't know how to think. If I don't eat, I don't know how to focus. If I don't eat, I don't have any energy. If I don't eat, I can't do this. I can't do that. There are people that are so accustomed to eating. They go day after day after day thinking about their bellies. Can we just get real about it? I don't care what kind of job you have. It doesn't matter how much money you make. Everybody's got to eat. Everybody wake up and they got to eat. They go to work and they got to eat. They go to school and they got to eat. They do homework at home and they got they work from home and they got to eat. They go here. They go there. They go everywhere and they got to eat something. But spiritually, nobody wants to think about what am I going to eat? Spiritually, we go days without hearing the word of God. We go weeks without reading the Bible. We go a long time without studying to show ourselves approved. Can I remind you in the spirit that man shall not live? I didn't say it. God said it. I said, I didn't say it. God said, he said, man shall not live. In other words, if you don't eat the word, yes, your attitude is not going to be right. If you don't eat the word, no, you're not going to be focused. No, you're not going to have joy. No, you're not going to have peace like you should because you haven't eaten the word. Man shall not live. Oh my goodness. Somebody say, I need the word to live. Touch your belly. Lay your hands on your belly and say, you need the word to live. Oh, my goodness. We're about to pray. I'm going to pray for you tonight. I'm going to pray for you in the name of Jesus. I know that there are many prophets that want to pray that you get the keys to finances so that you can have more money so that you can give more money to them. But tonight I'm telling you, that's not what this is about. I'm praying for you tonight. I want to pray for you that you learn how to live in the spirit tonight. I want to pray for you 
that you learn how to eat in the spirit. Tonight, I want to pray for your spiritual appetite because some of you have a spiritual eating disorder because you're not hungry and that's a problem. You're not thirsty for God and that is an issue. Something is out of order. Something's not right when you don't want to read the Bible. Something's not right when you don't want to pray. Something is off when you have no hunger, when you have no thirst, when you have no desire for the things of God. Something's wrong. The enemy came in some kind of way. Who am I talking to tonight? I said the enemy came in some kind of way. I don't know what you did. I don't know what you saw. I don't know what you heard. I don't know what you've been watching. I don't know what you've been listening to. I don't know what you've been letting in your spirit. But something is wrong. If you don't have a hunger for God, something is off. Something has, there's a problem going on. Oh, but God's going to fix it tonight. Can I prophesy? He's going to fix it right now. Lift up your hands and receive this. I'm not praying that you get another house, that you get another car, because God is going to supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. I'm praying for you tonight that your hunger would come back. I'm praying for you tonight that your prayer life would get back on track. I'm praying for you tonight that your hunger for the word of God will be great greater than it has ever been in your life. The devil is a liar. I rebuke the enemy that doesn't want you to pray. I rebuke the enemy that doesn't want you to read your Bible. Lift up your hands and receive it now. The anointing of the Holy Ghost that causes you to speak in tongues as the Spirit gives you utterance. The anointing of the Holy Ghost that gives you the anointing to fast. I'm talking about fast for real. Fast for longer than three hours. A real biblical fast. I pray that God puts a hunger in you for the Word of God that you forget what time it is. That you forget all the stuff that you've been trying, that you get so caught up in the word of God that you don't want nothing else. I pray in the name of Jesus, every appetite that didn't come from God, we uproot it tonight in the name of Jesus. We come against every addiction, every demonic relationship, every demonic habit. You will not watch tarot card reading. You will not watch the palm readers. You will not participate in witchcraft any longer after today. I cast out that familiar spirit in the name of Jesus. I cast out that demonic spirit of lust in the name of Jesus. You will not go back to your old ways. We rebuke pornography addiction in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus is against every work of Satan. We come against it. The the shows and the things that you watch, the things that you watch, the things that you listen to. I pray that you will hear the voice of God. Somebody shout to the Lord. And say, Lord, I thank you. Give me my hunger back. Somebody say, I'm getting my hunger back. 
Somebody say, I'm getting my hunger back. I feel it. I feel it. The appetite is coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. You're going to be in the word of God like you've never been before. It's coming back. You're going to be praying like never before. You're going to be fasting. You're going to be praying. You're going to be reading the word. You're going to be listening to the word. You're going to be on the prayer altar. Every time we have prayer, you're going to be right here. Who am I talking to tonight? Your hunger is coming back. Come on, shout. I wish I could really shout like I want to. But that's all right. Somebody shout right now. Come on, shout right now. Come on, lift up your voice. Come on, lift up your voice. Come on, lift up your hands. Come on, open your mouth. Come on, praise God now. Praise him like your hunger is coming back. Oh, Come on, praise him. Come on, praise him. Some people say, they, they ask this question, how do I stay hungry? Because I was hungry yesterday, but I'm not hungry today. I wanted to pray yesterday, but I don't want to pray today. There's some people, you notice that from one day to another, the hunger sometimes is not the same. And you want to know how. How do I stay hungry? I want to give you the secret and then I'm going to challenge your faith. I'm going to challenge your faith tonight before we go. Here is the secret. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm going to give you a secret. I'm serious. I'm going to give you a secret. God has anointed us to give secrets. To release the secrets of God. I'm going to give you a secret. This is how you stay hungry. I'm not just talking to you. This is a meal I ate first. This one I ate. I ate more of this one. What I'm preaching to you tonight. I ate this first. God spoke to me about this profoundly. I was going to get on here last night because I told you all I would be here Wednesday, but I couldn't do it last night. God had to give me this first. He spoke to me. He reminded me of some things. He reminded me of this secret I'm about to tell you right now. Are you ready? Are you ready for it? How do you stay hungry every day? Watch this. This is how. This is the secret. Ready? You've got. Hear this. You've got to read the word of God every day. You have got to either read the word or hear the preached word of God every day. 
I'm giving you a secret that's making the devil mad right now. He doesn't want you to know this. I'm making it very, very clear for you. I want you to know that in the last days and we are living in the last days, the only way for the believer to stay on fire in these last days, when you have social media at your fingertips and you have access to anything that you could see that could distract you from the calling of God and the purpose of God on your life, the only way for you to stay hungry, the only way for you to really stay focused, stay focused on Jesus is you've got to either read the Bible every day. And if that doesn't stir you up enough by itself, because there's sometimes that people get cold almost completely, not just lukewarm, but just don't feel nothing, don't sense nothing, don't have any desire for God like they are supposed to. You need to turn on some good, hot preaching of the word of God. I'm, ta- I'm not talking about somebody that's just going to talk to you and you're going to fall asleep. I'm talking about you've got to hear somebody preaching the word of God on fire with the anointing. Who am I talking to? You've got to listen to that long enough for it to wake up your spirit and remind you of who you are. And that's why I'm on here tonight. I'm telling you, I'm on here right now because God is trying to wake up somebody's spirit. He's trying to stir you up. And I've come to stir you up in the Holy Ghost and remind you that you've got to take your spiritual life seriously. This is not a joke. This is not a game. This is not something to play with. Oh my goodness. It's, it's amazing how people all of a sudden start thinking about what they're eating. When the enemy attacks their body, they wait. Some people, once they're a diabetic, then now health is important. If, God forbid, they have a heart attack, then now health is important. They wait until trouble. I'm telling you right now. It better late than never. Better late than never. But hear this. Your spiritual health is just as important. It's actually more important than your natural health. Your natural health and your spiritual health actually go hand in hand. At some point, I was talking to, and I mentioned her earlier, and the Lord just has her on my mind because when the Lord gave me this word, How to stay hungry for Jesus. My mind went straight to food. And the woman of God I mentioned to you earlier, Sonia D, deals with health and food and what people eat. And it reminds me of my grandmother, who my grandmother on my dad's side of the family, who is no longer with us, she was very focused on those things as well. She was very much into health and what you eat and all those things. I shared with her, and I'm sharing this with you all, 
that at some point I will teach you about the connection between the two. What, what, what sometimes people don't understand is that if you have power over what you eat, you will probably have power over your mind, what you say, or what you do, or your attitude. People don't connect temperance, self-control. They don't correlate the temperance you need to eat with the temperance you need to live. What changed my health, and when I say health, I'm talking about what I actually eat in my diet. What changed that in my life the most was when I heard one of the greatest preachers that I've ever heard. He had gotten old. He's no longer alive now, but he had preached for many years and he was old. And they asked him, what is the one thing that you could change if you could change anything about your journey? He said, I wish I would have eaten better. I wish I would have taken more care of my body when I ate. I, I saw that years ago. It changed my life. It changed the way I think about what I eat. It changed my life totally because I said to myself that I want, and I said to the Lord, that I want to preach the word of God. And I don't just want to preach to people and then go home. And I'm not doing well because I preach to them. I want to preach to them, but I also want to do well in my spiritual life and in my physical life. I don't want to just preach and I'm not well. You understand? God wants us to be well. I want you to know tonight, God wants you to be well. And God is concerned about your spiritual health. And as I said earlier, as the Lord said earlier, if you are not hungry, that is an indication that something is out of order. I pray that tonight your spiritual appetite is restored. I prophesy that after tonight, your spiritual appetite is going to be completely restored. You will be hungrier for God than you've ever been before. I want to challenge your faith before we go. There's no better way to challenge your faith than to ask you to sow a seed. I understand that it is Christmas time and I want to say Merry Christmas to everyone. But I want you to know what I see. I want you to know that what's happening in the spirit is not stopping because it's Christmas. What's happening in the spirit is not pausing because it's Christmas. In other words, what's happening in the spirit is there are people who are not experiencing the blessings of God like they should because they have not been giving to God. They've been withholding their offering from the Lord. Now, if that's not you, then God's not talking to you. But there is a people who God has been challenging you to give and so you used to do it and no longer are you 
living in that realm of faith. Your faith is meant to progress, not regress. You are meant to progress, progress, not regress. You're not supposed to go backwards. You're supposed to go forward. If your giving has gone backwards as a prophet of the Lord, it is my responsibility to let you know that you must turn back and go forward. You cannot go back now. You've come too far. There are people who used to believe God that no longer believe God. And there's no better way to challenge you than with your giving. Because your giving, your money, is what people treasure. That is why God asks for what you treasure. God is not, if people treasured seeds, God would ask you to give seeds. If you treasured pebbles, God would ask for pebbles. But people don't treasure pebbles. People treasure money. And God asks for money because he knows that is what we treasure. And where our treasure is, there is our heart. And this is why giving is directly connected to worship. Because you can worship God with your lips and your heart can be far from God. So let's worship him with our giving. I'm going to challenge those that are listening tonight to sow a seed. Your best. I'm not telling you what to give, but give God your best. Some of you are in a financial situation. Some of you are in a financial situation where you want God to, sh to come through and to show up. Some of you are about to go into litigation about your finances. There's at least one person listening to me that is about to go into some deep negotiations about your finances within the next 30 days. I'm not just talking, I'm prophesying. There's somebody listening to me that is about to go into some type of, uh, some type of, ar I, I hear the word arbitration, so I don't know what that's about. But there's some of somebody listening to me that you're about to go into some deep talks about your finances as it relates to your debt. And I'm prophesying to you tonight that God is going to work it in your favor. God is going to flip everything in your favor. Oh my goodness. Somebody, you better rejoice. I don't know who that is, but there's about to be a supernatural release in your finances. Some of you are about to get the news not long from today that God worked it in your favor. Can I tell you, before you sit at the table, God is going to remind you of this word. And he's going to allow most, if not all, of your debt to be erased. Who am I talking to? I know if I'm talking to one person, can I tell you this? Uh, we got we got to go, but I got to give somebody this. You got to understand that 2023 for me represented the divine connection between the prophet and the person of who God has called me to be. In other words. I stand on everything I prophesy now as in another way that I never did in the history of my life. Because God made it so that this is my life. So if God speaks something to me, I know it's true. And I know I'm talking to somebody. 
and you're going to watch what I just told you tonight come to pass. I know it's true. How can I say I know it's true? Because this is not just something that's on my life anymore. If it was ever on my life, this is my life. 2023 for me was establishment personally for the body of Christ. It was establishment. And I know I'm talking to somebody. I know it by the spirit. Let me tell you this. What's about to happen for you is going to be mind blowing. God is eliminating major debt for somebody listening to me. You're about to have a Job experience. Oh my goodness. Whoever receives it, you're going to get this. I'm telling you. You're about to have a Job experience. There are going to be at least, there's at least one or two of you that are listening to me. God is going to go in and erase debt. You're going to come out without debt. And when you have no debt, God is going to bless you with credit and with a release of finances like you've never had before in your life. You're going to have the greatest financial turnaround of your life. I know this is for somebody. You cannot receive it, because, but somebody is receiving this and is about to happen very quick. When I say quickly, I mean not long from now. I know what I'm talking about. I see it clearly. I see it so clear that I see the street is going to happen on. That's just how clearly I see this tonight. Oh my goodness. I see it so clearly. I see the name of the street that it is. That's just how clearly I see this tonight. And I'm not, if you listen to the prayer altar, you can go throughout years and years and years of prophecy and prayer that we've had here. I've never prophesied like this. God has never spoken to me like this for anyone, but God is speaking to you tonight. So I don't want you to think he just gets on here and prophesies. No, I don't. You will find that true prophets don't give out personal prophecies like candy. You will find that it happens at specific moments for specific people. And God is talking to you. Oh my goodness. 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 The the, the name of the street starts with the letter C. The name of the street, it has a letter C connected to it. It has a letter C connected to it. I don't know if this is a street you're already living on. It starts with a C. I I would go further and say more letters, but I'm not the type person that, you know, I try to be, you know. Let me let me tell you like this. There are people who and we got to go. We got to go. But there are people who prophesy and sometimes all they prophesy is details your phone number is yada 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 and your address is da 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 that's what they do can I describe it to you like this 
the prophetic is like this. God gives prophets an extreme amount of responsibility. There are prophets who don't even know the weight of what they're carrying. God trusts me with a lot of sensitive information. Do you understand what that means? When, you, when God places a true prophetic anointing on your life, He trusts you with sensitive and sometimes even top secret information. Stuff that other people, if they had access to it, they would exploit it. And many times false prophets exploit the information that we have access to because they want to prove to people who they are. Are you listening to me? So many times God will show me things like that and I could probably see the rest of the name in the street and all that. But that is for self-glory. The anointing is not about self-glorification. It's not about excitement over the prophecy. It's about integrity, the character, the promise connected to the prophecy. Are you listening to me? This is why, hear this, God sent angels. Remember, Mary was going to bring forth a son. He sends Gabriel. He didn't send a prophet because a prophet, he didn't want nobody to, to get it wrong and to get all, so all caught up on themselves. And, but he did send a prophet in the temple. In the house of God, he sent a prophet to Mary and they prophesied to Mary and said that what the, what the son, the child would do. Are you hearing me? But my point here is, is that the purpose of prophecy is the promise. The promise of God. Not the prophet. The focus of the prophecy is the promise, not the prophet. In other words, when God does this for you, it's not going to be because of me. I'm only here to make you aware of what God said he's going to do in your life. Are you, are you hearing me? This is the difference between false prophets and true prophets. Because the false prophets want glory. True prophets want the promise. And in order for you to get, to get the promise, you've got to obey the word. You've got to obey the instruction. Are you hearing me? What is the instruction for you? What does God want you to do? People that are listening to me in debt. People that are listening to me that are about to go into those negotiations very soon. People that are listening to me that are on the verge of lawsuits. Major lawsuits. Things that you've contemplated, things you're looking into right now, people you're talking to right now, people you had meetings with recently from today. Oh my goodness. I see a lot, but I'm not going to say all of that. But this is what I want to tell you. This is your instruction. Because God has given me instruction for you. God wants you to remain faithful in your giving. Remain faithful in your tithing to your church. If you don't have a church home, you need to get connected and you need to start giving your tithe, making sure you give your offering. Stay faithful. And then what God wants you to do is this. 
before you go into any meeting, he wants you to speak the word. Keep speaking the word out of your mouth. Oh my goodness. And the Lord wants you to believe that you have the keys. This is the last thing I'm going to say and we're going to go because we're way over time. Last thing I'm going to say. Earlier when we were having prayer, the Lord said, they have keys and they don't know it. And this is the revelation he gave me to give you. He says, some of you have keys. Do you not know that Jesus knew about the new keys? Jesus didn't just know about the keys that can physically open doors, but he knew about electronic keys before they were ever invented. So when he tells you that you have the key, you need to think of it like when you go to your car and now, and I want to thank the Lord for what he's, what he's doing and blessing me recently to be able to get a car. I have to say that because, you know, that's a blessing. That is a blessing. I haven't said that on the prayer altar. So I need to say that and thank the Lord for that. Amen. It's, it's not by, you know. It's only by his power and his anointing. But these new cars now, you go around the car. You can be anywhere around the car. You don't have to take the key out. But you open the door and it opens. And I want to end by telling you this. The type of authority that God has given you. Some of you are waiting to see it but the Lord said you don't even have to see it the devil doesn't even have to know you have it you don't even have to know you have it some of you don't know you even have it but God has given you a key that is going to open doors in your life and that key is the word of God when you speak the word the doors are going to come open Speak the word. This is what I want you to do. Here's your instruction. Find every scripture about debt cancellation. As we go into 2024, this is your instruction. I don't know if you're already doing this, but if not, here's the word. Find every scripture about debt cancellation. And I want you to start speaking it over your finances. The more you speak it, God's going to give you instruction. Some of you haven't even started the process to eliminate the debt in your life. You don't even know where to start. Some of you, honestly, you don't even know where to start. But can I prophesy to you that the Holy Spirit is going to give you divine and supernatural instruction. And that's going to come from your obedience. Open your mouth and speak the word of God. Find every scripture about debt cancellation and speak it over your life. And I, I agree with you that this will be your year. Oh my goodness. Lift your hands and receive it. So, there's a couple of you that have already sown a seed. I didn't even tell you where to go to do it. Go to Cash App, dollar sign, Prophet Jonathan. Dollar sign, Prophet, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N. If that word wasn't for you, hey, still obey God and give a seed. But especially 
If you believe that prophecy was for you, you need to go and sow a seed on that word right now. I'm not asking for any special amount. Whatever the Lord tells you to give and whatever he tells you to do, I want you to do it. And I pray and I agree with you that God is going to bless you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over in Jesus name. Bless your people. Every person that gave tonight, bless them in Jesus name. I decree it. I declare it. Debt cancellation. Say that. Debt cancellation. 2024. My debt will be canceled. Come on, say it. Come on, say it. Come on, say it. Say it again. 2024. By the end of 2024, my debt, no matter how big, no matter how small, God's going to cancel it for me. Just say he's going to cancel it for me. I, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know who. But God is going to cancel it for me. Because, oh my goodness. I told you all that was the last thing I was going to say. I know I told you that. I know I told you that. But some of you, God has given you more prophecy because you're giving. Do you not know that giving is like a plug? It just kind of connects you to the power of God. Your giving and your obedience and your faithfulness to God compels me to prophesy. Do you not know people can be compelled to prophesy? Do you not know the Holy Ghost can sit on people so strongly, so mightily, they can't help but prophesy? Do you, do you know that? Do you know that some people look at you and call you blessed even though they hate you because they're being compelled to prophesy? They don't even like you, but they say that you're blessed when they see you because they're compelled to bless you. Do you understand that? Oh my goodness. I feel like I'm being compelled. I, every, every now and then that happens because I'm a prophet. I'm a servant. I have to obey God. I'm a servant and a slave of God. I'm a happy one. Okay. Sometimes people are not so happy when they're slaves to God. It's sold out. I've sold out. My soul is, is God's. He has me. I belong to him. But I'm happy about it. Isn't that good? So there are moments that I feel that I'm being compelled where the Holy Ghost is just taking over. And this is just one of those moments. So I must add to this for somebody. Oh my goodness. This debt has been like a weight on you. Oh my goodness. The Lord said he's lifting the weight. Do you not know that there are people in the Bible that prophets blessed and, and, and changed their life because the debt was a weight? It wasn't just a debt. It was a weight. Remember the man of God died. And he had a wife. That debt for her was like a weight. And God sent the prophet to bless her, to change the situation, to lift the burden. Oh my goodness. I feel like God's about to do that for you. I believe God's about to do that for you. What was a weight and a burden 
some of you are carrying this. You don't even like what's happening. There are some of you that this, de- this debt is such a weight that you're getting phone calls. You're getting text messages. You're getting emails that are becoming a weight. The Lord said he's lifting the weight. He's lifting the weight. Oh my, 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 my. Jesus hung on the cross and he carried our sickness. But he also carried our debt. He took our debt. Don't forget that. He didn't just take our sickness. He took our debt. Hear that in the spirit. God took my debt. He paid my debt on the cross. That is a part of the promise of the cross. He took your debt. God is taking your debt. If you believe that, give God praise. Thank you so much for listening tonight. I feel such a great anointing because I know many of you are pulling and you're drawing from this anointing that is on here tonight. I love you. God loves you. And I pray that every seed sown come back a thousand times greater than whatever you sow is coming back to you quick, fast, and in a hurry. Get ready. Every seed you sow is coming back to you double. I decree and declare the Job anointing. I loose the Job experience in your life in the name of Jesus. You are in your Job experience starting now. I prophesy, I legislate, I establish your Job experience of blessing, double blessing, return, restoration, healing, deliverance, debt cancellation, supernatural miracles, supernatural favor. I activated in the name of Jesus. Okay, we got to go. Receive it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. I love you. To Jesus be all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. Have a blessed night. We'll be back very soon. Don't miss it. New Year's Eve night, our New Year's Eve prophetic special is going to be on fire. Don't miss it. New Year's Eve night. Let's bring in the new year together. Now, what I oftentimes do, if you've never been there, we have New Year's Eve prophetic special starts at 10. I prophesy for like an hour. Then there's a break or so at some point you go and pray with your family, bring in the new year with your family. And then we come back on after 12. That's what we do. You know, we've done it for some years now. When we get a building, and prayerfully soon we'll have our building in Jesus' name. I'm claiming that this year coming, we're going to have our building. This coming 2024, have our own building in Jesus' name. But for now, you'll watch it virtually. Those that can tune in, I ask you to join us. Um, and you bring in New Year's with your family on your own. And then we come back after midnight for more prophecy and more word. 
and go to bed, go to bed after that and get into 2024, which is going to be an awesome year, an awesome year, an awesome year. I'm claiming that it's going to be an awesome year for us, for the body of Christ. Amen. Love you all. Have a blessed night. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Celebrate Jesus, the birth of Jesus with your family. Remember that Jesus is the reason for the season. I love you. Have a blessed night. Amen. Bye-bye. This is Prophet Jonathan Dorn, and I just want to say that I thank you all for listening to The Prayer Altar. When you tune in the way that you all do, you all download the episodes, you listen live, and you also listen to the recordings whenever you miss an episode. I appreciate you. I want you to know that The Prayer Altar is one of online's most popular prayer podcasts, and we have listeners that tune in from literally all over the world. I want to thank you for listening today. I want you to know that when you download the episodes, you help us to reach even more listeners around the world. Why don't you consider becoming a partner today? I am so excited for this coming Partners Week. It's going to begin January the 1st, 2024. All that week, the first week of January, we want to celebrate the partners that we already have, but we also want to welcome new partners to this ministry. If you're a person that listens to the prayer altar and you say, Prophet Norn, every time I listen, every time I tune in, I'm blessed. It encourages me. It uplifts me. You need to consider becoming a monthly partner by giving. You can give so, so into the anointing that is flowing on this ministry by sowing a small seed of just $25 or $30 or more every month. You can sign up to become a partner today by going to our website, impartjesus.com. When you sign up to become a partner, I'm going to send you a special gift in the mail. And to all of you that are already partners, be looking for your gifts because we will be sending out our partners yearly gift again around Christmas time this year. Partners Week will be uh, a little bit uh, toward the beginning of the year going forward. So join us January 1st. You know that we have our New Year's Eve prophetic special. That's going to be New Year's Eve night. We can't wait for that. But join me starting January 1st, all that first week as we celebrate the partners and new partners of Jonathan Dorn Ministries and the prayer altar and impartjesus.com. I love you and I thank you so much for partnering with us as we spread the gospel and the love of Jesus around the world. This is the series on the book of Revelation continues live on the prayer altar all year long. If you ever miss an episode, listen on demand on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and much more. Stay connected at InPartJesus.com. The Revelation series will bless your life and change your life. Stay connected at InPartJesus.com. The prayer altar is all new.
The prayer altar is proud to celebrate 12 years of interceding for the nations of the world. The prayer altar is paid for by the friends and partners of Jonathan Dorn Ministries and In Part Jesus Incorporated. Join us the first of every month for Holy Communion live on the prayer altar. Brought to you by InPartJesus.com.